Welcome to the Beyond Success Podcast, a collection of conversations with the best business minds, captains of industry, and entrepreneurs in the world. Learn what their journey has taught them, how they applied the lessons they learned, and ultimately created six, seven, and even eight-figure businesses. We can't create successful businesses by ourselves, so sit back and let the Beyond Success Podcast be your mentor. Now, here's your host, author, entrepreneur, public speaker, and master money manifester, Daniel Mangana. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the podcast. I am super duper Jizzy Jazz, happy, delicious, yummy, wonderful, excited with two new friends of mine. Um, we, we got connected through someone who I've had the pleasure of being connected with for a little while now. And he's like, I've got some really cool people for you to meet. And I got to hang out with, uh, it was got last week and, and, and record uh, a, a podcast on their podcast. We're going to speak more about that and what they're doing there. I was like, oh my God, your story is amazing. Oh my God, I need to meet your wife too. Let's do it. And so here we are a week after the fact, two weeks after the first Facebook introduction and we're recording a podcast. So without further ado, guys, who are you? Let the audience know. I'm going to let Emily start first. <laughs> smart man. Smart man. <laughs> well, we are an amazing power couple. <laughs> <laughs> we met, I guess, um, 26 years ago at a mountain bike race in the mountains of North Carolina. Nice. And we've been inseparable since. Uh-huh. And um, we currently live on the beautiful island of Oahu, um, which is the, the gathering place here in Hawaii. Nice. Um, landed here after about five years of full-time travel, traveling the world full-time, running our business, you know, from our laptops, um, you know, just exploring the world, getting to know all the different faces and personalities of these different cities we visited. And when we came here, we thought this was going to be a jumping off point for um, Southeast Asia and kind of more of this side of the planet. But we found out that we really loved it here and wanted to create a home base here on the island of oahu and so we've been here for about two years now yeah two years yeah and i guess do we want to talk more about what we do for a living let's talk about that (laughs) (laughs) what do you do to make your beans how we contribute to to the world yeah yeah you know it's not just all days at the beach you know we actually do some work but you're doing it wrong man you should be at the beach every single day (laughs) Yeah, we yeah we, we definitely plan quite a bit of that in and mm-hmm. yeah, priority. Well, I guess you know obviously you know a little bit about our story from our conversation we had when you were on our podcast. So thanks mm-hmm. for being us. We appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, that one will be released very soon for everybody to check that one out. Nice. Um, so yeah, I think you know when we start with 2006 is kind of when everything really 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 began for us. Um, I was in a really high pressure sales position, was getting more and more stressed out. Um, and finally came to a point that just, you know, a complete breaking point was ready to end my life and didn't see how things could ever get better. Mm-hmm. And uh, right then and there, you know, we started our journey of trying to understand what was going on and, and why I was, you know, being told that there was no control over my mind, that the only thing that would help would be on medications and to mm. get therapy, but that wasn't helping. So I was kind of left in this place of just hopelessness of not, you know, knowing how to change things. And that's when we got turned on to a new earth by Eckhart Tolle, started learning about the mind. And then we started just 
diving deep, deep into our subconscious, figuring out everything and learning how to con, you know, control the thoughts in my mind. Um, mm-hmm. That just led us on a path to creating our own business, starting to travel the world full time, starting to coach other entrepreneurs, teaching them how to create businesses. And then now it's led us to the work that we're doing now with the podcast of, you know, I kind of see our podcast as the hard work that you need to do to learn how to be the best version of yourself through meditation, mm-hmm. getting to know your mind. And then Emily does the magical work of rapid transformational therapy or RTT by actually reprogramming your mind on the subconscious level. So she gets the super amazing, fast results that are life-changing me. I make you do all the long-term work. (laughs) 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 But you know what? Um, I love that you're hitting it from both angles. Also as a couple, you've got the masculine and feminine energy coming into it, coming it from different angles. Um, incidentally, I would have placed it the other way that the ah, getting done it would have been the masculine energy and the okay, let's nurture and, and grow this would have been the feminine energy. But I suppose that's the yin and yang in action, right? Bringing that together and, and making it work. Yeah, I feel like both Scott and I are very balanced in our yin and our yang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why we work so well together because obviously, being a woman, it's very natural for me to be my feminine, but I was mm-hmm. kind of raised to be very resilient, tough, um, you know just be able to take care of myself and then mm. that was you know obviously in his masculine being a man but he also grew up around a lot of women and had a lot of friends that were girls growing up mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> i think that yeah we just completely balance each other out that's beautiful yeah. that's beautiful that's beautiful what's it like a, a really I want to dig back in. I want to dig back into the work and get a bit more specific what you're doing, so the listeners can really see, you know, maybe if it's something they want to connect with and, and be a part of your world more. We're definitely going to encourage them to check out the podcast. We'll pop some links to that in the show notes uh, and websites and all that kind of thing. But coming through something doesn't necessarily mean that you want to go and do something with it. I know that from personal experience. I know that when I came out at the end of my dark time, I wanted nothing to do with other people. I just wanted to, my little bubble, my little world. And it was a, a journey for me to get to the place where I felt safe, really, opening back out and letting other energy into this safe bubble that I've created. Was there a process to you getting to that place? Both Scott going through that experience, Emily supports him in that experience and being life partners, obviously being energetically tied into it as well. Was there a journey or was it, do you know what? We've made it through this. We need to go out and contribute. Yeah, it was absolutely, obviously, you know, Scott had to really kind of process what he was going through, um, learn how to, you know, just master his mental and emotional states. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obviously, when he had his um, what we call his breakdown to break through this moment where he wanted to end his life, I just really knew that I had to understand what was going on in his mind because, from mm-hmm. my perspective, I'm like, yes, you're in a stressful job, but you and I love each other. We have this. We built this beautiful life together. We have amazing friends. Um, you know, we love mountain biking, spending our weekends in the mountains, like just having a very just kind of fulfilling fun life but you know what we realized is that scott's previous programming as a child was finally coming to the surface even though we had had several years of really amazing marriage and life under our belts it was kind of finally coming to a head where he he just we couldn't ignore it any longer and so it was like this big eruption but it was also this beautiful catalyst that had us ask the question 
what in the world is going on with your mind? You know, from a certain perspective, life's wonderful. It's great. We've got a lot of things and um, just connection to one another that most people don't have. What what the hell is going on? And so that's when our research began. And of course, you know, we had to go through a little bit of a process of learning from the inside out of how our internal um, realm was influencing our external realm. Um, but then once we did that, we were like, we have to share this with other people because we really don't want to watch anyone suffer unnecessarily because of the, the mental dialogue, the programming that they've received as a child um, and obviously through adulthood. And so we're like, okay, well, let's, you know, share every, you know, all the tools, um, all the practices, everything that we've learned um, with other people who are maybe going through a similar experience. Um, I guess, rewind a little bit. Uh, we did start a yoga mat company. That was our first business because yoga is one of those tools and practices that really helps Scott kind of regain control over his, you know, mental and emotional states. And so we started a yoga mat company because we wanted to, you know, invite more people to the mat to, to uh-huh. begin the practice. Okay. And so when we did that, um, we had a lot of people coming um, to me more specifically to ask them how they could start their own business. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, at first I said, no, I can't do it right now. I'm trying to get my <laughs> up and running <laughs> person after person after person coming to me wanting this support. And so I said, okay, you know, this is a greater way that I can help people. So let's do this. But I very quickly realized that yes, you can teach people the systems, the strategy, the structure of setting up a business, but if they don't have the self-confidence, mm. then they're going to fall flat on their face. Mm. You know, I've had so many <laughs> people that I've worked with over the past 10 years where it's just, you know, we get all the things in place. But then, you know, when it comes to launching, you know, they're in tears over sending an email out even, you know. Mm. Um, so that's what led me to rapid transformational therapy um, because I found it as just this very quick way where, it allows me to put my clients into a hypnotic state so I can gain access to their subconscious mind. And then once I'm in there, then we can go in and we can um, use regression to find out what are the exact programs that are in there that are blocking you from achieving this specific result. You know, of course, there are different results that we all want to <laughs> get in life. But, you know, for each session, we focus on one thing. So I'm able to go into the subconscious find out what these, these, you know, beliefs are. Um, we disrupt them, we reframe them, and then we start to transform them and, and put in new positive beliefs, um, new positive suggestions. So it's this really powerful process. And because of the way that we do it, we're able to not just identify what's been holding them back. And a lot of times people know, oh yeah, I remember that moment in my life. (laughs) That was a part of what was creating this block. But then I also can go in and I'll find, we'll find out like, oh my God, I never realized that that, you know, I totally forgot about that. Or maybe like recently I regressed a client. We went back to when she was 15, 15 months old and her baby sister had just been born and she in that moment she adopted the belief that she must not be good enough because they replaced her uh-huh. with their baby and she just felt this feeling of alone and not enoughness and we regressed her to several other moments where she felt like she you know wasn't a value mm. and so this belief had been keeping her you know the series of moments which seemed 
fairly innocent, you know, how many of us have siblings that are older children, you know, mm-hmm. but these very seemingly innocent moments had this tremendous impact on her self-worth and her belief in herself and her ability to get the specific result that she wanted. And so we went in and we pulled those suckers out of the roots, mm-hmm. we disrupted, disrupted them, we've reframed them, we healed that trauma, and then um, obviously put in the, the, the great programming, the positive programming that'll support the result that she wants. And that's when I, I guess the, the secondary level of all the work, the long-term support to look back in place. Cause I mean, I've seen this too. Someone might have like a breakthrough, but then they don't do the work to, to maintain that new vibrational frequency, that new quality of thought, that new behavior. And so it just ends up right, sliding, sliding yeah. back. And this is where the longer term work, I guess, comes in, Scott. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, you know, our, our, our signature program that we do is called the ultimate up level. And mm-hmm. basically when you think about your mind, you know, you have to understand that like in, in business, in life, you know, 80% of what you're doing to get results in business, especially have to do with your mindset. Mm-hmm. I mean, people, people that are extremely successful in business aren't doing things so much differently than the people that aren't. They're instead thinking in a much different way than people Mm. that aren't successful. So obviously if you're spending 95% of your time in your subconscious programs, just running through the motions and you've Mm -hmm. only got that 5% of your mind that actually thinks about what you're doing, you're trying to overcome 95% of your programming with that tiny little 5% of conscious thought. So it's not enough to learn things and to gain knowledge and information and education. You have to get the wisdom to implement it. And that's where the longer term support comes in. You know, if it's just something very basic, you're just trying to get to a little breakthrough or something, then doing something like, you know, one session of Mm -hmm. any sort of training can help and it'll, it'll, it'll get you long-term results, especially with something like RTP, it can give you long-term results. Mm-hmm. But in order to really implement and to learn how to do it over the long haul for the rest of your life, that's where you know, the longer-term support comes in, teaching things like meditation, mindfulness, so that you understand everything that's going on, mm-hmm. you get to know your mind really intimately, and then you use RTT to go in remove all that old programming that you got from the time you were conceived up until you were, you know, now mm-hmm. and replace it with good programming. And then you're getting the habits to keep programming yourself with, you know, positive things moving forward. Mm, amazing. Our, our thought is habitual. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, and you, and you know this, Dan, I know you know this. <laughs> <laughs> the listeners might not assume I know nothing, <laughs> but your right, thoughts are always going and it, it doesn't shut off. So having tools that can go in there and switch up the pattern that's habituating does give people the opportunity to start to create new outcomes, but it does require, I believe, uh, a commitment to following through with the habits and behaviors. Otherwise, I mean, I had this with my, my, my health journey. I was never into health and fitness really. Uh, I always did a lot of martial arts, but not really for the fitness side, just for the, for the, I love, I love martial arts. I actually love it. So when then I got into my fitness journey, which happened because I was traumatized and told I had the body of a 10 year old girl, I went on. Yeah. That actually happened once I was, I was, 
Yeah, a shower room of men laughing at you that you've got a body of a 10 year old girl will definitely have you going to the gym. So, yeah. um, yeah, I went, and I, I didn't even realize that when I moved out of my, I moved out of London for about a year or so, year and a half, I was away from my jiu-jitsu gym. So I wasn't doing jiu-jitsu three, four times a week. Um, I was out of my habit of going up to the Virgin Active by my home in, in Highgate. Uh, I got out of that habit. And then before I knew it, I hadn't even realized I got completely out of shape and just reverted and regressed completely back to before that motivation thing had sort of got me off. And that's because I hadn't really ingrained the desire and the relationship to the goal. I was running away from being verbally abused. So there was nothing to hold it in place. But I suppose something like RTT would come in and rather than me having you know, this runaway mentality rather than moving towards a positive intention and without the... The, the ickiness that would have actually enforced the original behavior that would lead me to the point where I'd even have that verbal abuse, then something can actually stick and then we can get result, whether it's in our relationships, in our health or in our business, which is where you guys, I believe, really focus your work. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The, um, the beauty of RTT is I, I can basically dialogue with my, my client's subconscious. Mm-hmm. So we go in there and we can just break up the connection um, what's the best way to say this? We just disrupt it. We mm-hmm. disrupt, you know, it's this wounded child that's still within you, mm. and you're no longer that child. You know, mm. you're this, you know, strong, powerful, amazing man who Thank obviously you. is out there in the world doing amazing things. Um, and you no longer need to identify with this little boy that mm. was that was hurt. And so that's what I'm able to do is to go in there and say, all right, you're no longer this person. Mm-hmm. And I want my clients to, to realize that for themselves, to kind of say, you know what? I do have control now. Mm-hmm. I didn't have control. It's what we call mm-hmm. learned helplessness when mm-hmm. we're children. It's like, our, you know, we're just at the whim of the adults in our lives and, you know, pretty much everybody mm-hmm. you know, influences us. Mm-hmm. So it's going in there and, and kind of, you know, empowering that little child and saying, yeah, you're no longer this little child that's helpless. You're now this strong, amazing person. Let's take this child into your life now. Have him experience this beautiful reality that you've created for yourself. Mm-hmm. Show this little boy how much control he has over this moment and over his life. You know, yes, you know, we're always going to, there's not always complete control, in it, but that's the beauty of living. <laughs> This is just playing the game of life and just That's ride. Right. <laughs> Enjoy the contrast, definitely yeah. by the polarity. But yeah, but it's just integrating that child with who who you are today, yeah. and mm. just letting that child know that you you've got them, you got their back, they're safe now. Or yeah, got them. What are some interesting things that you guys have have faced in terms of challenges? Because I mean. I mean, when I'm working with clients or even with colleagues and peers, there are always really interesting, weird stories that you hear from people in terms of what they're facing, either on the road to success, on the road to expanding their success, whether it's weird lawsuits or, you know, losses in in relationships that go awry for no reason or, you know, something doesn't quite go according to plan now. I personally believe that these are all our own manifestations, but I do believe those manifestations begin in the mind. And so whereas we don't have, you know, control over things outside of us, we do have create responsibility to what we're putting out. 
but often, and, and you know, you guys are out there supporting people with this, we don't even know what those things are, that those habituations and those patterns, or if we see them, we don't know what to do about it. So what are some interesting things that you've seen people actually face on their journey? Yeah. Well, I was, I was actually, you know, talking to Emily about this, uh, you know, this morning was that, you know, she had a client when, so when she first started coaching clients, it was very much focused on helping them create a business mm-hmm. and so it was helping them literally like create an entire brand. So mm-hmm. everything to do with that. So the color scheme for their website, their, you know, she was doing the photo shoot, picking out clothing, like getting their business up and running, teaching them every system that they need to know about sending emails and all that. But what she kept seeing over and over was that when it would come time to really put it out there and to really start selling what they were so passionate about, they would shut down and just be terrified and not willing to send out the email, not willing to put out the Facebook post, whatever it was, Mm. because no matter what they did, identifying how much they really wanted something and and what their vision was, they still had that program and they're telling them, well, you're not good enough. You're Mm. going to fail. People are going to laugh at you, you know, whatever the story was. And so that's when, you know, so much of the mindset work really started, you know, the shift in the business. I made them those emails. I basically told them right now there's someone who may die if you do not let them know you're available to help them. Mm. (laughs) You know, because there was one woman who was battling um, an eating disorder, but now, you know, she's healthy and she was able to cross that bridge. And I'm like, literally there are women out there and men who may be battling their own eating disorder and maybe on the, I mean, tomorrow they could be dead, but mm. if your message out there, then, and they, and they know that you can help them, then you're saving a life. So it really does come down to that. I, I believe that, you know, every business owner, um, we're all serving some purpose, you know, hopefully it's a positive purpose. Yeah. And, so, yeah. People obviously that are struggling and know they're struggling is one thing. Yeah. But there are successful people who aren't actually reaching their potential. There's someone who's got a business that maybe they're doing seven figures and they're on top of the world, or maybe they're doing their six figures and the, the magical number that you hear spoken about, oh, six figure business owner. But there are bigger heights. There's seven figures, there's eight figures, there's nine figures. And for me, it's not about the figures, it's the amount of people they're being served and whose lives are being transformed by the products and services that people are putting out. What would you say to someone that feels that oh, I don't need any help? You know, I'm successful. I'm making my six figures. You know, I'm serving my clients. Yeah. How? Yeah. Obviously, there's 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 more. And again, this isn't about the money. It's about the people whose lives are going to be saved, whose lives are going to be touched and transformed. What do you say to somebody that's just not really seeing the potential that's available? Right. Well, um, you know, as human beings, we're there's always something. There's always something, you know, the business and the money, the wealth creation, that's only one facet mm-hmm. of being a human being who's run, running a business. And so there's always something. So the person who says, I'm good, I don't need any help. Um, maybe in this moment, you know, this chapter, they're doing great. They're fine. They feel good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, maybe they don't need support in that moment. Or maybe they do, but they're in denial. <laughs> and there's a little bit more of the, the ego at play that's creating that resistance. But um, 
I don't know. I feel like we always attract people who are ready to to move to the next yeah. level in the way that we can support them. Well, um, well, well, and also too, like you know, I think one of the most dangerous places you can be is at good enough. Like you mm-hmm. know, one, you're not living up to your potential as a human being by being good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, like you're doing a disservice to yourself and to the world by just doing enough to make yourself happy even if that's that you're a seven figure business owner, even if that's you're a multi-billion dollar business owner, mm-hmm. if you have the capability to go beyond that. And if you have the capability to help more people and to grow your reach, then anything you do less than that is kind of a disservice. So, you know, there's this famous saying in the yoga community of like, live simply so that others may simply live. <laughs> and I, I understand it, but it really rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> I remember you mentioned it on our episode. Yeah, well. I mean, you know, basically what it's saying is live in a cave and live off of, you know, little bugs and stuff so that you don't take so much from the world so that mm-hmm. everybody can live. I'm like, you know, you're not doing anybody any good by doing that. Mm. Winfrey is doing a good thing. You sitting in a cave eating worms is not doing anybody <laughs> Yeah. Especially if you're vegan, you should be eating worms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're eating plants, you're stealing it from the worms. So yeah, let's yeah. just let's just <laughs> just put all this into context. I love that. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Um, if someone did say um, they heard this, they listened to this episode, right? They they tuned in. They understand. Okay. If I'm honest with myself, I'm not doing everything I could be doing. I'm not pushing the boat out. I am just being enough, even if it does mean I've got this massive success. I feel like I might be ready to take the step to actually do something about that. You know, what are some tips that you would offer to, you know, a business owner listening in that does understand now as a result of this conversation that there's something more, what would be some first steps for them? Do you want to take that one? <laughs> Jump in. Go for it. Sweetie. Oh, no, no, go for it. <laughs> I'm going to do itty bitty bitty bow in a second. <laughs> so first, obviously, acknowledge them for, all right, this is wonderful. You, mm-hmm. you, you realize that something in your life isn't quite working so well. You know, obviously, mm-hmm. I want to look at the whole person. Yes, you may be doing really, one, doing really well in one area of your life. Mm-hmm. But what are the other um, areas of your your life look like? You know, what are your relationships like? Um, what is your your physical, mental, emotional health? How's that going for you right mm-hmm. now? Um, you know, what is your level of self confidence, um, level of peace, level of enjoyment of life? Mm-hmm. Kind of assessing, um, you know, which area um, they're struggling with the most. Um, begin with that area. And just take a look at, um, you know, I guess one good tip I would give is, all right, so what is one area of your life where you're struggling and where you do not have what you want? And and once they identify that, then I would have them go ahead and um, start to dialogue with their subconscious. So, for instance, um, if it's around health, um, I would dialogue with myself or with my subconscious all right, um, like we'll say maybe I really struggle going to the gym. I really struggle to put, you know, healthy, clean food into my body. Then I would want to tell my subconscious, I love going to the gym. It excites me to go to the gym. You know, I love nourishing my food, you know, my body with all this healthy food. I love eating, you know, a healthy diet of greens, getting in my, you know, lean protein, plant-based protein, you know, whatever 
they want to start to, you know, um, integrate into their lives in terms of physical health and wellness. I love taking time to sit down and to meditate and to self-reflect and journal, um, checking in with myself to see how I'm doing. Um, because our minds, they do exactly what we, what, what they believe is in our best interest. So if we say to ourselves, going to the gym, just, it kills me. Then you're <laughs> like, Oh, well, gym equals death. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't go to the gym. Right. And it's like, you know, if I hate exercise. It just, you know, it destroys me. I hate, you know, I just don't want to do it. Or, you know, oh, I can't stand the taste of, you know, kale and avocado. <laughs> <laughs> you so leave avocado out of this. You leave avocado out of this. <laughs> going, he or she hates this stuff. Mm -hmm. it's like move me away from pain keep me in pleasureville (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so so you need to start you need to make what is familiar Mm -hmm. which is not going to the gym not eating well unfamiliar and you need Mm. to (laughs) what's unfamiliar going to the gym eating well (laughs) (laughs) familiar so it's and it's just about dialoguing with your subconscious saying you're choosing it i'm choosing to do this I, I know I love it. It excites me. It thrills me. And it's just using that repetition, you know, mm-hmm. um, the best time to do it too, because um, you probably know this as well, Dan, um, we're more receptive if we're in a, a theta um, yeah. state. So when we first wake up in the morning and when we first fall asleep at night, we naturally pass through a theta state. And so uh, meditation, uh, binaural beats, that type of stuff can help you kind of get dropped down into that slower brain wavelength where your analytical mm-hmm. mind opens up and it makes you mm-hmm. more adjustable. Um, it's just a form of hypnosis and hypnosis mm-hmm. is completely natural. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you guys listening to this right now, you're in a, a low level state of hypnosis because you're nice and relaxed. You're listening to this information that we're sharing on this podcast. You're you're in hypnosis. It's like mm-hmm. watching television, watching Netflix. Um, you know, you just your subconscious mind opens. And so that's the perfect time when your subconscious mind is open to begin dropping in new beliefs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we humans, we learn by repetition. So the more that we, you know, say these beliefs to ourselves, or if you want to go to our um, our podcast, Heavily Meditated, I have hypnotherapy meditations on there that takes you into a hypnotic induction. That's so right. Mind is nice and relaxed and open, and I drop all sorts of wonderful new suggestions in there based on you know whatever it is you're wanting to work on. So it's just creating, um, just taking control of your subconscious, you know. Mm. That it's safe. I've got you. You've got nothing to fear. Um, these are the new beliefs we want. We want to adopt. <laughs> mm-hmm. As as children, we're we kind of from the time we're born until we're about eight, we're kind of operating this low level theta state. Our little subconscious minds are these open cups, and so all these beliefs, whether they're true or not, are being dumped in there. And and we learn through repetition. That's why. They tell you, um, as you know, if you're a parent, teach your child a foreign language when they're this age because they're just, you know, theta. So we're, we're doing that with the kids. We're doing that with the kids. Well, yeah. the, they both get Spanish obviously every day. Olga speaks to the baby exclusively in Russian. I speak to him in English, and then yeah. the, um, the, the some of the help we get around the house always it's always in Spanish. So he's getting all of these. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so my stepdaughter Ariana, she 
she can do the Russian, she can do the English, and she's learning Spanish at school. So it's really helping them to, and it's good with the neural pathways, right, as well. These different learnings is helping to expand the mind and make it more available to learn new things going on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think it's so important for people to understand that you you are being programmed your entire life. Mm. You are from the time you're conceived up until now, and you will be for the rest of your life. You're always mm. being programmed. So the choice is yours as far as what your program is. <laughs> it's happening anyway, so pick your poison. What do you fancy? Yeah, well, and, 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 and you know, when you're, a, when you're a child, you have no choice. I mean, everybody's just dumping stuff in your subconscious mind. You're mm. up soaking it all up, and you don't really have a choice. So you receive all those programs as a child. And that's going to, I mean, basically in your subconscious are all those programs and they dictate how you view the entire world, every experience. And you're basically working off the mind of a seven-year-old the rest of your life. So it's really important to learn that you're being programmed and to start choosing what you program yourself with. Mm -hmm. And so that's where meditation comes in. That's where the RTT comes in. It's all about programming yourself with what you want to be programmed with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't call it television programming. Really. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It, it, amazing, yeah. amazing. It's just constant. So you have to be aware. So, Got to be aware. Yeah. So another tip to the listeners: just be aware of the programming you're receiving. Indeed. Uh, I mean, if just one day, spend one day just noticing when you're walking through the grocery. Mm-hmm like what music's playing, what announcements are being made over the intercom, um, you know, what people are saying on the news, what your colleagues, friends, family are saying. I mean, it's all, you're soaking it all up. So it's being more discerning of like, all right, those are beliefs I, I don't really care to hold on to. <laughs> Be respectful, you know, this person in front of me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously if it's a television program, you can just turn it off. Yes. It's just being just being um, more self-aware of the programming that's coming in, and then also just noticing your your um, your thought your habitual thought patterns. Like, what are these repetitive thoughts, and and the corresponding emotion, because you know every thought has a corresponding emotion. Indeed. So, oh, these are the thoughts where you know you think a thought sends those electrochemicals down through the central nervous system, gets us through to the body mm-hmm. and you get a certain feeling, whether it's like, you know, a negative funky thought, goes yep. down, great, <laughs> you know, tight chest, heart rate speeds up. Yeah. Good thought, you're like all warm and fuzzy. <laughs> all warm and fuzzy, <laughs> completely different physiological response. Yeah. And when we start to do these longer term practices on the back of this intervention work, we can start to have consistently have those more expansive thoughts and feelings, those more expansive physiological responses, those more expansive habits and behaviors, and directing that to success in our business, to health in our body, to happier, healthier relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everyone to feel good in their bodies. And- everyone deserves to feel good in their bodies and more people feeling good in their bodies is, I mean, I always love to say humanity is the sum total of the humans that comprise it. So if more people are living in that state than humanity as a whole, and one of the things that we can do as a gift to humanity, more than smashing people over the head to think and feel a certain way themselves, is for each of us as individuals to actually take care of our sphere of influence, which starts with ourselves, and actually contribute to the common field of humanity by being happy humans ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the human energy field is very strong. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta raise the, the frequency. <laughs> raise the vibe. Raise yeah. the vibe. <laughs> In love. <laughs> yep. um, I'm not bringing this into land because we've given the listeners a lot, a lot to take in. I think we've we've definitely given them some tips they can go away with. Uh, listeners, I want to encourage you to go and check out the Heavily Meditated podcast. I'll pop some links to that in the show notes. Um, best website for them to grab, get a hold of you guys, and be a part of your world and what you're doing. Yeah, so um, both heavilymeditatedpodcast.com mm-hmm. and Emily Rose. So E-M-I-L-Y, like I'm yep. Dixon, Rose, R-O-S-E, Somerset, S-U-M-M-E-R-S-E-T-T. Very English name. <laughs> yeah, very. Hi. Emily Rose Somerset. That's like a quintessentially English name, actually. <laughs> I know. My parents. That's why we, you know, we chose to have her keep her last name rather than take mine because I'm like, you know, mine's nice and all, but <laughs> ever said it doesn't get much better than that. Ah, that's a very, very English garden name. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, on, on, yeah, on the podcast website, it obviously has all of our interviews that we do with people like you and other people, as well as meditations and, of course, you know, Emily's hypnotherapy meditations, and then on her website. There's all the information about everything you need to know with RTT, with coaching and yeah, helping grow your, grow your mind and business to where you want it to be. Well, definitely guys, listeners, no matter where you are in your journey, you want to go and check that out. Um, You definitely want to check out, I I can say personally, I personally love to put meditations on. I got some sleep headphones, sleep, sleep headphones so that I've, because I tried to do it with other headphones and it's awkward. Now I've got this like like a headband that's got little speakers yep. in them. And I love to do hypnosis therapy just before I go to sleep, just as I'm really sort of hip-like and then do that just as I'm going out. So I can say from personal personal experience, definitely something to that. So I'd love to see the listeners diving in and trying out some of your hypnotic meditations before going to sleep. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Anything that you'd love to leave the listeners with before we start to bring this one home? You are so powerful and amazing, more powerful than you know. Well, you probably know, but I'm just reminding you <laughs> how powerful you are. And um, yeah, you you really can have anything that you want. It's just, um, just kind of reprogramming that subconscious, um, putting in new positive programming and information and installing that unshakable confidence that you were born with babies we come into the world knowing we're amazing we're perfect and so it's just um getting back to that that uh, that space of knowing that we're these limitless amazing you know spiritual beings having a human experience <laughs> amazing thank you scott something to share amen to that <laughs> Yeah, I mean, just there is there is so much that you can do. There is so much that you can be. There's so much that you can create when you learn how to tap in to the power of your mind. And yeah, we're just super excited to be able to share as much information as we can with people and teach people how to to live their best life. Honestly, that's what it's all about. So yeah. And that's what we stand for. Introduce our audience to people like you, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Right. As many perspectives as possible. Yeah. So 
Listeners, you've heard it here first. You've got the websites, you've got the resources, you've got the inspiration, a powerful story of how you can actually, no matter where you are, turn it all around and start to not only do what feels comfortable, not only do what you can, but to do more, to be more, to be the best you can be, to add to the world as a whole. I know that if you listen to this podcast, you're here because you want to contribute and you want to create entrepreneurship that's adding to the world in beautiful ways, taking care of that mindset, introducing habits, taking care of that healing is definitely going to support that. And I'm so grateful to these beautiful people who've come to join us today and give us some tips, tools, tips, strategies, and motivation and inspiration to go ahead and do that. So go ahead and check them out. We'll put some stuff in the show notes. Honestly, you do that. Follow them, subscribe, all of the things. Be back next week. And remember, you can consciously choose a more abundant, joyful, purpose-driven life. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of the Beyond Success Podcast. We hope that it has been of service to you. For more information and to stay up to date with the latest from Daniel Mangena, please head over to dreamwithdan.com. We'll see you for the next one.